Listeners, my name is Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands and monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, everybody? Happy Saturday and welcome to the People's Propcast. I am your host. It is Memphis. You can follow along on Twitter at DWZ Memphis, but you can also call me Nick Propa Giorgio, Mr. Propadopolis. Man, I continue to have a great run on these props. Want to make sure to tell you that we are presented by mybookie.ag. If you're looking to get down on some of these props and maybe you live in a municipality where it's not a possibility, then check out mybookie.ag. If you hit pause on the podcast, and go into the show sheet, you will see a hyperlink. That hyperlink will take you directly to mybookie.ag. Been a hell of a run. Uh, 23 and 8 on the first 10 episodes of the People's Propcast. Didn't make it all season long. Jumped on 10 weeks ago, but it's been an amazing run. And got some more props for you today. Want to recap last week just real quick. So the first prop last week was Daniel Jones over or under 209 and a half passing yards. I had the over. Now, this was almost not a sweat. The first half, he had 150 and two touchdowns. I'm thinking, okay, we, we need a simple 59 and a half, or in this case, 60 yards to cash. And it ended up being a little bit of a sweat. He was in the 230 range, but we got home. In that same game, I had CD Lamb over under 52 and a half receiving yards. I had the over. A, a little, a little, if you're watching on YouTube, a little bad luck with that one. Uh, the final possession for the Cowboys that game, they were in scoring range, and Andy Dalton put that ball just a hair behind him. Now, it was completely catchable. If you watched the game, CD, you know, did the old, hey, my bad. It was on me, that thing. But had that ball been 18 inches to two feet further out in front of him, he catches it for a touchdown, and we cash. He finished in like the 44-yard range. That would have been about a 12- or 13-yard touchdown. 
you know, you're you're going to have beats like that when when you take these player props, especially the over. This next one was the easiest prop of the week. Had DeAndre Hopkins over under 72 and a half receiving yards. We had the under last week, and I think at one point in the third quarter, maybe in the fourth, he had one reception for seven yards. And he had a backup quarterback, and Kyler was limited, and there was the Jalen Ramsey episode. But, hey, that one was easy, and I like easy wins. The fourth one that I had an official bet on last week was Mitch Trubisky over 14.5 rushing yards. Now, if I got unlucky or somewhat unlucky with a slightly behind uh, C.D. Lamb pass, then I got a little lucky here with Mitch. It was the very last drive of the game, and Mitch was at about 12 yards, and all of a sudden he busts off like an 8- or 10-yard scramble at the very end of the game to get this number home. But all in all, it went 3-1 and one on my official bets for a 10th straight winning week. And then I had two more likes last week as well. I split those. I went one and one. Uh, I had John Walford, the wolf, as I'm calling him. Like if you've ever seen the great movie Pulp Fiction, all you had to do was tell me you're calling the wolf. Well, Sean McVay called the wolf. And the wolf, his under over passing yards prop last week, it was a buck 89 and a half. He went for 231. I had a couple of sweet, if you were following along on Twitter, Again, at DWZ Memphis, I had a couple of sweet gimme layups with Van Jefferson last week. So you got to make sure you're following. And then the Robert Tanyan. If there's one player that's cost me more money this year than anyone, it's Robert Tanyan. I can't seem to line this guy up. And that's why the other day on Twitter, I was asked from a dynasty standpoint, the other podcasting media that we host you know, am I a Tanyan guy? And this is why he he is just not consistent. He's been great with the touchdowns, but as we know, touchdowns are not very sticky year over year. And I do believe Green Bay, either in free agency or in the draft, will bring in some more pass catchers. All that being said, I laid out six bets on the prop cast last week. If you bet them all, you went four and two. If you just did my straight up bets, you went three and one and had a very good week. Uh, and this wild card week, man, I've got a bunch of bets for you today. And I got to tell you, they're all on Saturday. So again, you're going to have to follow along on Twitter to see what I'm up to on Sunday because I filled an entire show sheet up with these props just from the Saturday games. So I'm going to kind of somewhat go in chronological order. The first one, Buffalo and the Colts game, one o'clock Saturday. And even though it breaks my heart and all these lines aren't brought to you by mybookie.ag, all of these lines came from DraftKings. They actually had their props out way early on Thursday afternoon. And you got to get these things early. You got to start looking. If if you're able, mybookie, anywhere, the sooner they get out, the more beatable they are. Some of these numbers change from earlier. Now, I'm giving you accurate information as of 10 p.m. Eastern time on Friday evening. But, man, these things have moved quite a bit already. So let's go to my man. I'm a Colts fan, Naheem Hines. He has got a receptions prop, three and a half total receptions. The juice on that is lay $1.18 on the over, lay $1.06 on the under, and then he has a yardage prop. He has 27 and a half yards over, and that's lay $1.12 either way. So I, I like the over on both of those, and here's why. Naheem Hines has averaged 
five receptions for 35 yards in all five of the Colts' losses this year. I like the reception prop just a hair more than the receiving yardage prop. And I know they've been using a lot of Jonathan Taylor, but I have a feeling I, I, if you watch the big bet on Wednesday night, you know I like the over in this game. And Phillip Rivers at 37, 38 years old is not going to get his ass whipped anymore. And he's going to check down. He's one of the best check down quarterbacks in NFL history. And I really like this for Naheem Hines. You may have to sweat this a little bit until the, the second half, but I think he gets that three and a half pretty well. I like that one. I haven't officially bet that one yet, uh, but I, I like both of those. And then my man, Josh Allen, over or under 299.5 passing yards. So basically he's got to hit 300 for you to get the money. Uh, the juice on the over, man, this one has moved a ton. So on Thursday, it was lay a dollar twelve either way. Now you have to lay a dollar twenty-four on the over, and it's even money on the under. So bet a buck, win a buck type thing. I lean to the over. I like the over. In the last, so the Colts have given up five 300 yard passing games in their last seven games. And I don't see that stopping. Weather's not going to be a factor in Buffalo. It's going to be in the mid-30s around game time, like a 3% chance of precipitation. I think this one right here is a very good spot as much as he's been passing the ball. He also has a completions prop, 24 and a half. The juice on that's like lay a dollar fifty-five and twenty-four and a half, although it is very doable and I like it. I don't like laying that much juice. So those are my three likes. So I'm, that's not an official wager. If you wager on him, I'm not counting that toward my official record. But those are just some additional ones that I like because I like to bet these chronologically. I like to bet early props. And then when I win, uh, I like to reinvest that profit into the next layer of games. And then I like to layer that into the next layer of games, which will have that this week. Unless there's a number you just absolutely love, then smash it as, as soon as you can. Uh, my first official bet, Russell Wilson, completions in the game against the Rams, under or over 23 and a half. So he's got to hit 24 to get the money, and it's lay $1.10 either way. This is the most reasonable, reasonable line that I saw, but this was a move. Earlier in the week, you got plus money. So I, I got plus $1.06, but it's still a great bet either way. Uh, lay $1.10, under or over. I'm going with the under. Here's some reasons why. So my man Russ. Russ has played the LA Rams twice this year. In two games, he completed 20 passes and he completed 22 passes. Russ has exceeded 23 or basically had 24 receptions, excuse me, 24 completions in a game exactly once in the last eight games. And that was a game where they were behind and trailing the New York Giants. It's just not been crazy. And then the team he's playing, the Los Angeles Rams, they're third in the league against the pass and passing yards given up. Uh, this team has not given up 24 receptions. Again, the number that you would have to have for Russ to get the over. They have not given that up since week 12, and they've only given it up six times all season. This is, if, if you listen to any of the, the pro touts, uh, I had it on the big bet on Wednesday that Russ and then this game was going to go to the under. Um, th these two teams have uh, combined to score 39 and I want to say it was 20, 
excuse me, 34. I mean, they haven't cracked 40 yet. So this is going to be a low scoring game. Both teams trying to avoid make mistakes. I love this. Again, I couldn't believe my eyes. Like I instantly bet it. And then instantly went to our Patreon group chat where we have now a betting chat as part of the Dynasty Warzone Patreon. And I told those guys, if you can get this, bet it. It just, that one was great. This next one, I'm going to stay in the same game and I'm going to go Chris Carson. Chris Carson has got a, com- a combination prop. So this is combined rushing and receiving yards. It's 82 and a half under or over. You lay a dollar 12 either way. So, so here's why I like it on the season, the regular season, all 16 games, the Rams gave up the third fewest rushing yards on the season. He has got a slight foot injury. I mean, he's obviously going to play, but okay. So, so, so that's a positive. You know, if, if he takes the wrong step on that tender foot, he, he's out. His snap share over the last three games has went from 70% to 65%. And then last week, uh, against the 49ers, it went down to 46%. So he had 40 snaps, 40 snaps. Last week, 30 snaps. What happened last week? Rashad Penny, who is limited in his own right on the, on the injury report, but Rashad Penny came back and he had, uh, uh, almost as many snaps as Carson last week. He had 28. So he had just a slightly less percentage of the snaps. Plus Carlos Hyde is back. I think all three guys are active. I think they'll cycle in all three. If for some reason Penny weren't to play, they'll obviously use a little bit of Alex Collins, as crazy as that name is to throw out there. But I like and I have got down on Chris Carson under 82 and a half receive, excuse me, 82 and a half combined rushing and receiving yards. Going to hit you with one last one. This is my favorite one of the week. Uh, although the, uh, the number has gotten soured. Very quickly. Tom Brady, touchdown Tommy. Old man Tommy going to the nation's capital. He's going to be playing the Washington football team. He has got a, a yardage, a passing yardage prop, 292 and a half yards over, lay a dollar six, under, lay a dollar 18. Now, again, 24 hours ago, this number was lay a dollar 12 either side. So this number has been bet to the point to where DraftKings in this case, has moved it. So let's talk about some of the reasons why and why this is my favorite bet of the week. So Tom Brady's best night game. So he's played three primetime games this year. He played the Rams, he played the Giants, and he played the Bears. His best yardage total in any of those games was 259 yards. And in his last seven night games, in case you're wondering about betting the side or you know which way to lean in this game, Tom Brady is 0-7 against the spread in his last seven night games dating back to last year, and he's 1-6 straight up. So 0-7 against the spread, 1-6 straight up in his last seven night games. That's why I like to call old people problems. Um, I've been called old people. I got old people problems. So Tom does not do as well at night. One of his best receiving weapons. Mike Evans going to be limited, even if he suits up. And there, there, there's some funky juice on that number, but I really, I really like that. I think it's 59 and a half. I really like that under. What, what's the risk? And I'll, I'll kind of tie this back into my last point on touchdown Tommy here. Um, Washington 
was the second toughest team against quarterback passing yards this year. They gave up 192 yards per game on average. They only gave up 293, the number that Tom would have to hit to go over this number, twice all season. How do you get? How do you ruffle Tom Brady? You get pressure. What does Washington do? They bring pressure. And the final reason, the reason why I like this one under and I like Mike Evans under, there's no reason for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to try and get margin in this game. It's also the reason why I like the the football team. It was plus nine and a half. I think now it's down to eight, eight and a half. That's there's there's no reason for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to get margin. We know that the turf there, I think it's FedEx Stadium. It used to be something else. That that turf is shit. And this team has Super Bowl and a deep run aspirations in Tampa Bay. It's not a college team. They don't need to run up the score. They just want to win the ball game. They're not going to keep Mike Evans out there a ton. Uh, they will obviously use him if they need to, but there's no point in putting him at risk, and there's no point in having Tom Brady continue to drop back and pass the ball if they've got, say, a 10-point lead against a very limited offense. What are they going to want to do? They're going to want to slow the game down. They'll be pounding the ball with Rojo. They'll be pounding the ball with Leonard Fournette. There might even be a Keyshawn Vaughn sighting. So I really, really, really love this number. I'm actually surprised they didn't change the the total as opposed to the juice. Right now they're just taxing you heavy on the, the 118 on the under. I, I still think it's a great prop. And looking to uh, keep up the winning ways. So there are three official props. There are three likes. And, guys, that's just Saturday. There is a full Sunday slate to go. Don't you know I am hammering through those props, and I will be tweeting those out. You, I will only put those on Twitter. I will not have time to jump back onto the podcast setup here and get it out via podcast or via Periscope on Twitter. But if you're following me on Twitter, I will be tweeting out more of my props for the Sunday game. But until next time, we will be back here on the People's Propcast. We'll be back here next weekend for the divisional round. We'll be back here for the AFC and NFC championship games. And then we'll do some fun stuff with the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl, all the props should be out way before. So I will get Dr. Kyle. And instead of doing a Saturday prop cast before the Super Bowl, Dr. Kyle and I will do a Super Bowl extravaganza on the big bet. So I'll be continuing to give you guys winners. I'll be continuing to give you guys action. Um, again, we were talking about this on the big bet. The state of New York, the governor, uh, Governor Cuomo, has thrown his support behind legalized gambling in the state of New York. It's only legal in 40% of the country. And at some point in your neighborhood, it's going to be legal. And you know what? You're going to get curious. And you know what? You're not going to do very well unless you start listening, learning, and practicing. And that's just not me. A lot of great people put out a lot of great content, but it's a very fun way. And you don't have to invest a bunch of money. You can bet two, three bucks. You can bet a five spot, a 10 spot. You don't have to get crazy with the money. It just makes it a lot of fun. I enjoy the research. If you don't want to do the research, you hang out with me. I'll do the research. I'll help you get winners. But until next time, I will remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. I'll be back here next week with some more props for the divisional round. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on 
why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day. Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. Thousand dollars is a cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles?